from the seed of Imagine to be a woman 50 years after Christ in a Roman colony doing business. You know, it's very, very interesting to see how strong, how in command, how powerful, how uh, blessed of God is this woman called Lydia. Uh, we're going to share with you about this woman today and perhaps to a women audience. And those of you that are listening to us in different parts of the world, uh, if you are a woman, that's the message for you. Acts 16, 13 to 15 says this. Acts 16, 15, uh, 13 to 15. And on the Sabbath, they went out of the city by a river side where prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down and spoken to women which resorted tighter or came close. A certain woman named Edia, seller of purple, and the city of Tatar, from Tatar, which worshiped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened. And she attended unto the things which spoken, which were spoken of Paul. And when she was baptized in her household, she besought us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. That's an interesting, that's an interesting scripture about a woman that. Uh, uh, was found to be in the edge of a river. So let me give you a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, information about uh, this woman. Very important woman. She was from Philippi. She was from Tatara, one of the seven churches of Revelations. And she was now when she met Paul in Philippi, two hundred miles apart. Uh, she was a dealer. In purple cloth. Purple was a royal color in those days. So all kings and priests would have purple. And uh, 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 the other churches in the in the in the in uh, in, in the book of uh, Revelations are uh, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergus, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia. Laodicea. And so when you when you begin to study this woman, okay, the river where Lydia meets Paul is the Gangetite River in Philippi. Uh, it's outside of Philippi. That's the only river. If you look at the map, there's no other river. So the the, the Gangetite, it's, it's not a river really when you see trees go all over on top of it. And it comes up to, to, to knee deep, uh, to, to, uh, to, to ankle deep, very shallow water, which is make, makes good to, uh, to work with clothing and, and, uh, and, uh, and dye, all kinds of clothing. And so water was available to do dye. dye. And so, uh, Tatara, if you remember correctly, and if you... Uh, Never heard of it. 
It is in the Catholic Church, one of the most uh, affluent churches. Matter of fact, it's a papal church, beginning of Catholicism, 500 years after Christ. Catholicism, or the universal church that we call, and we're Protestants, Catholics uh, are are, uh, the universal church, they say, uh, begun in Tartara. So out of that city, this woman was born and moved 200 miles all the way to Philippi to meet Paul. So the theme of Tartara and what really uh, the Apostle John in Revelations talks about Tartara is spiritual fornication and eating things sacrificed to God. In other words, salvation by works. Remember, we've been studying this. It is one of the greatest plagues in the, in the New Testament, in the book of Acts. The idea that you have to do something to get saved. How, how important that is. Very important. Because if you get adjusted to the idea that for you to forgive your sins, you have to bleed on your knees and step and go by 15 steps to get forgiven. Uh, it is not by faith. And so Lydia, this businesswoman who worshiped God, by all accounts, uh, becomes the first convert in the European soil. Lydia, canonized as a saint by the Catholic Church. So, now, let's talk about the meeting at the river. Because you see, salvation took place here. And if salvation took place here, there is a definite environment that the Holy Spirit formed and put together for this woman to be saved. And of course, I told you she's important and how important she is. So, Paul comes to the city of, uh, of Philippi. You remember from Troas, he had a vision, went to Samothrace, and there by foot began moving and arrived in Philippi. And of course, the river is outside of the city gates, about one and a half miles. Now that's a that's a geographic reality. I'm not. You don't have to prove that. Any map of, of Turkey will show you that. And uh, and of course the Gangesites River is still today there. So all women were Gentiles. God fears, like Lydia, but they were not Jews. That's another important thing. I'm, I'm talking about. Why this woman was saved. And if you look at the arrangement, if you look at the data and the information around that salvation, you're going to find that everything is just hunky dodi. That was a, just a, it was something prepared by the Lord. The location of the Gungajite uh, outside of the gates of Philippi, so it's an open air meeting. At the, at the banks of this river. There's no synagogues in Philippi. So imagine just a very large creek. I wouldn't call a river. According to the pictures that I saw in the internet. It's a creek. And, uh, and it's, 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 it's shallow. But it's wide. About 15 feet, 20 feet wide. In the middle of the trees. Cover. They covers the river the trees on the, on the banks of that river. And so they're sitting under, under, under a nice tree with uh, pieces of, uh, of wood sitting around. 
they were just a ball of large bowls of of clothing, holding under fire. It was an industry. She has a bunch of pots cooked all the time because one of the things about dyeing, as soon as you cook the the material, let's say white material to be purple, you cook it for a while, and then you have to hang it to dry. And so it's you look to about uh, 300 feet all around that area. There were uh, 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 hanging clothing, purple and red and blue, and you have the you have the the idea of of a small industry at the edge of the river. So now noticed that Paul got the vision to go to Philippi in Troas. And so it's far away. But what Paul was doing was guided by revelation. That's very important. You see, when God speaks to us, and there's a revelation about the Lord about us, it heals us. It brings you to a point of conviction. I'm having all kinds of revelation these days I'm living by it because uh, uh, inside of me, uh, I need comfort. I need uh, encouragement. I need, uh, uh, and so there are two voices, the voice of uh, sadness and morbidity and the voice of revelation that says this and that and that and that and that. And there's life in revelation. I should tell you, I have lived in my life under revelation. Uh, uh, uh. When I landed in New York City, a man talked to me about going south. A man from Cuba. Revelation. When I sat on the bus, I met a black woman, and she gave me food by revelation. When I got to Jacksonville, Florida, I found the Methodist church there, uh, Springfield United Methodist Church, and the pastor was uh, uh, J. Paul Touchstone. I found it by revelation, by moving west, and I saw the sign of the church. Uh, from there, I went to uh, a, a school, uh, Florida State, and North Florida Junior College, the doors opened. I met a man who loved my music, and he took me as a uh, guinea pig in order to work my voice and doing his the- theology, uh, Frank Almond. And I'll never forget Dr. Frank Almond by revelation. I went to seminary by Coca-Cola Company, uh, a beautiful, beautiful uh, 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 gift of three years with everything by revelation. I came to Athens, Georgia, and a woman came out of graduation came out of a, a, a registration and gave me a scholarship free for three years, housing and everything. By re- everything in my life was by revelation. If I looked very carefully, uh, I, I didn't know where I was going. God has just guided me and watching over me. And so Paul is much more charged with revelation than a little bit man like me. Paul is overwhelmingly charged by revelation as to all he did. And so, as you heard, come to Macedonia and help us. Underneath of that breath revelation of the Holy Spirit, there's a name, Lydia. And so, I want you to know that a revelation travels in time, travels in space, travels in life, travels in movement, travels in strength. It is not something that it says and just disappears. I will not forget None of the things that God did to me because God spoke into my life. And I remember. 
meeting with Jerry Varnado in Beverly Varnado this last weekend. Uh, I, I, seemed to, I began to talk about Revelation, and I told them what happened to me. Of course, you know, they're personal friends, and, and they came to help me and encourage me. Now, second thing about this is that Lydia was not just anybody else. She was actually a very, very gifted woman. It, it doesn't talk about her husband, but it says she had a harsh household with many. If you look at... Uh, Acts of the Apostles, over here, chapter 16, it says, And when she was baptized in her household, meaning everybody in her house, I don't know if she was married or not, but if she was, it included her husband. It included servants. Now, if she's a dealer of purple, Dying cloth. And it's not only expensive, but it takes 15, 20 people. And of course, then she invites the disciples, which are four of them. Were Paul, and was Luke, Timothy, and, and, and Silas to, to mount up on top of She must have had a big house. This was a very important woman. And, uh, and of course, uh, 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 it was just not anybody. Uh, just let me say it. It's not just anybody. She was a very, very gifted. And, and you see, God is looking for women like that. I've met many women like that in our Bible study in Atlanta. Our Bible study in Atlanta is loaded with gifted women that love the Lord. And so, now, verse 14 of, of, of Acts 16, it says something very, very, very peculiar. It says, it says, whose heart the Lord opened. Now, what do you mean by that? Everything that Paul spoke, she took it in. Look, look at, uh, look at uh, the end of this scripture. She besought us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. Before that, she attended unto the things which were spoken by Paul. She attended unto the things which were spoken by Paul. What do you mean by that? It simply means that whatever Paul preached, she got involved. She asked questions. She attended to it. What do you mean salvation by faith in Jesus Christ? Who is Jesus Christ? She, she, listen, she was a, 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 a Gentile woman who believed in God, but doesn't say anything about Christ. She did, she, Paul, Paul introduced her to the man from Galilee, born in Bethlehem, grew up in Nazareth. Paul introduced her to Jesus. And so, and so you can see that her mind is very open. What a beautiful thing to meet somebody who never met Jesus. Because they are prime. They are ready. They are, I'd say, I'd say, uh, prime, ready, convicted to meet. And so, now, her whole family was baptized. It doesn't say six months later. 
When Paul finally had enough food from, from Lydia, from her house, and, and Luke got fat, that they decided to baptize Lydia. It simply says that she believed right there on the river. In a question of an hour, per se, they baptized Lydia. That's what they do in Brazil. You receive Christ on Sunday. The following Sunday, you're baptized. And then they will teach you the word. So, now, what has to happen for salvation to take place in the life of a community, in the life of a city, in the life of a ministry? Because that's what you want. See, a lot of people come to church and they, they never received Christ. They never received Christ. They never received Christ. And so how do we prep this situation? about receiving Christ in a good environment. Let's take a look. First, the person who's teaching and discipling need to have a call. If you are there because you think that that's a good business, you are, you're not going to have... Listen, you can have a thousand people there, not single one saved. Salvation in these days is a commodity. Because we concentrate on the gifts and the oratoria and the discernment of the priest. And the altars are closed. In other words, we want to save by environment. Keep them for 20 years, suck every penny they have, and they might someday get saved. Salvation in the overseas ministries that we have is instantly. We baptize them in the end of the week. And so, when salvation is, there's change, there's direction. Now, Paul, God says to Ananias, which is interesting, he says, but the Lord said to him, to Ananias, he was scared, go your way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and children of Israel. So really, 9.15, Luke, Acts 9.15 is saying that Paul was in his call to talk to Gentiles. Number two, Paul understood Acts 1.8. You shall receive power as the Holy Spirit has come upon you. What do you mean power? There's zest, there's energy, there's vitality, there's strength, there's boldness, there's encouragement. Every time you see somebody that has these qualities, you are saying somebody... That is under a call. Third. It was a revelation. It was a vision. God spoke to, 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 to Ananias. He spoke to Paul. And later in Troas. Come to Macedonia. Meaning you're not going anywhere. When you had an experience of salvation. And under a call of God. You will be used by God. And have a revelation by God. <coughs> I don't think I have a week in my life that I don't hear the Lord telling me something. This week I was at the cemetery having a prayer uh, in the site of my wife's burial. And I look at the sun and became a dove right in front of me. And it was the Lord saying, come Holy Spirit, strengthen Holy Spirit, breathe in, breathe in. And at that very moment, my, 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 little, my phone, uh, I have one of those Apple phones. It says, breathe. 
<laughs> Breathe one minute. And so I'm looking at the Holy Spirit like, uh, in the middle of the sky, just oh, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. So what is the Holy Spirit trying to do? I know you hurt, you're by yourself, you're alone inside of that big house. And, uh, but breathe in, I'm here, the Holy Spirit is present. That's a revelation. Now, how important Lydia becomes to the plan of God for salvation? Critically important. The women at that particular place in the Gangai River all became part of the plan. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. And Lydia believed. No wonder the Catholic Church canonized Lydia, made, made a saint out of Lydia, and, and Catholicism started in Tatar 500 years before, after Christ. How can you experience the same in your life? Well, you see, the first thing I want to tell you is that you've got to go to Maja, and then you've got to try to get into Bethania. What do you mean by that? When you walk with God, you, you move I, I, <laughs> I moved <laughs> just for the sake of moving. I have no idea where I was going. Took a group to Brasilia. Got a hotel. I remember. What a stinky hotel. And I'm there thinking about it. Make a phone call to, to, to Mary Lucy's cousin. And he invited me to go to where his ministry was to children. Before too long, I had close to 10 trips to that facility in Brasilia, bringing money. I remember during an altar call, a woman came and gave me a pouch. When I got to the hotel, opened it up, it's filled with emeralds. Emeralds. And I knew that God had a plan. And so, one of the men on our trip was from Dallas, Texas. He was a jeweler. I gave to him and said, I want you to take these stones and I want you to sell them and I want you to give the money, tied money, to uh, this ministry. Would you promise you'll give you tied money? I, I don't remember. But I remember that for 20 years, 30 years, money poured in that facility and the thousands of dollars. Revelation. See, I thought I could keep the money. But actually, by giving the money to him, he was able to give more money to that ministry and profit for his own life. So they went to Marja and couldn't get in. They went to Bethany and couldn't get in. In other words, the way to do revelation, life, led life, is to somehow find something to do and get it done. Begin to do it. You don't have to be organized. You don't have to be in order. You know, I, just do it. You know, uh, let me tell you an interesting story. The Lord told me, go to Jefferson, Georgia, and conduct a Bible study at a hotel. So I went to the hotel, and I'm looking for confirmation. And $50 a night for this beautiful place to meet, chairs and all, air conditioning, heater and lights, and a beautiful room. 50. Not many people came. But a woman came. What's her name? Becky Faree contributes to our ministry every single month and became uh, an RBM airing in her person. I, I tell you, 
I had six months preaching the gospel, and the fruits just kept on coming. And so, two errors. They have two errors. They made two mistakes. But God granted them direction as what to do next. Because when they got to Troas, a revelation came. A man dressed like in Macedonia. So in other words, <coughs> let me ask you this. What are you doing with your life right now? What are you doing with your specific ministry right now? Are there fruits? Is God doing something in the life of somebody else? Is the Lord changing people's lives? Or are you just keeping up the status quo and, and, and you become a maintenance, a maintenance person? You know, maintenance? Maintenance is when you have a building and you have to just maintain that building and fix everything before it breaks. It's called maintenance. Are you a ministry of maintenance or are you a ministry of salvation? How many people have come to Christ in your life? I hope that you'll be able today to think about these things. And by the way, when you think of Lydia, think about a businesswoman that shook the foundations of Europe by a personal testimony that she heard from Paul. God bless you. And led them through the wilderness into the promised land. In boundless love and mercy, He gave His only Son, who became the sacrifice for everyone. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me To every generation He gives the joy of His salvation Oh, God's mercy so amazes me As I watch the world around me I can see His from the seed of Abraham and led them through the wilderness into the promised land in boundless love and mercy He gave His only Son who became the sacrifice for everyone Oh God's mercy so amazes me, oh God's mercy, so amazing.